Hey everybody, Steve here, Local Level Podcast. I'm sitting here. Mike Reppy from Rep's Place is sitting there, and we're doing this from uh, our respective locations. Uh, Mike, it's a pleasure to have you on. How are you doing? Thanks for having me back. I'm doing all right. That's good. A lot of different things have changed since the last time you've been here. Uh, yeah, you can say that. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I wanted to have you on. We wanted to kind of talk a little bit about some of the struggles and some of the different changes that have happened um, over the past what is it? It's been like 45 days now we've been on lockdown. So how has that affected you so far? Uh, it's easy to remember how long it's been since St. Patrick's Day. That's uh, the easiest way to remember that. Right. Um, it's been so surreal, to be honest with you. Like I tell everyone I talk to 25 years in this business, in any business, you can never prepare for this. There's no training for this. There's no... Uh, you know, there's no handbook right. for the situation. So it's been a daily challenge, sometimes a struggle, but uh, we've been lucky enough to have tons of local support and we've been able to, you know, keep a small staff and buy more food and keep pumping out food to the, to the locals and, uh, you know, knock on wood, we're blessed in that regard right now. Yeah. Uh, there's so many different moving parts in, in your business specifically, because before this happened, you just started a, a, a new renovation into a space right next door. Um, can you tell us a little bit about how that impacted uh, what's been going on or how what's been going on impacted that, I should say? We were, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, we were going to uh, expand our bar area. Uh, and we are going to do it. We are currently doing it. It is sort of a blessing in disguise that we have this shutdown now that we can do this very slowly and carefully and expand and we'll reopen when we can reopen. It will be bigger and better. And uh, it, we did plan it, sign it and execute all the paperwork the first week of March. So right before all this went down without seeing what was coming, this all happened and it was you know, at first I panicked about it, but then of course. The, land, the landlord's been totally understanding and been working with them to, you know, give me a break until we can actually reopen. So, yeah, I mean, like we're, we're talking, um, let's move back to the beginning because like you said, uh, this all happened. I mean, for a bar to shut down right before St. St. Patrick's Day had to have been devastating. How, how did that work out? Did you have a bunch of food that went bad? What, what did you lose? How did that, how did that happen? You know, it's funny you say the St. Patrick's day, but within a, within a two week period there, we lost St. Patrick's day, all of the NCAA basketball, right? Yeah. The final, you know, the final four weekend and then baseball, the opening week of baseball, we lost all that in two, in the first two weeks of this. Yeah. Not to mention, you know, the, the stretch run of hockey and baseball season. So it's March and the beginning of April are crazy busy in the sports world. Um, right. You know, so, um, you know, we didn't, you know, we didn't lose too much uh, food at all. Um, we were just, we, we were just doing um, corned beef, uh, Reuben sandwiches. So that's all we do, you know, well on a daily basis. So that's what we were going to feature anyway. Yeah. So, um, we didn't really, we've been lucky again. We haven't really lost anything. We've been 
you know, busy enough. It took us a couple of days to, to feel out the sales pattern we were getting and we've been able to schedule properly and keep labor to a point where we can actually do a payroll and buy more food. That's all we can afford right now. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's really difficult. Uh, I would imagine for the, um, you know, the, the wait staff and, and the, you know, the bartenders and all that, they were expecting huge, you know, weeks. Um, I mean, for a lot of those people, uh, I mean, that was like make or break time. Uh, yeah. How have they been holding up? Um, the Yeah. And to, to that point, we were, we were getting ramped up to reopen with an expansion on Saturday, the 18th of April. So we were going to do a five week build out, uh, four, sorry, a four week build out and reopen, you know, a couple weeks into the baseball season and be off and running. So everyone was geared up for that. But, uh, you know, we've been able to keep uh, seven or eight people on the schedule and, you know, taking the orders and, and curbside delivery has been a huge thing. Yeah. And then we've been able to keep about half the kitchen on almost their normal schedule just because of the volume of food we've been doing. So, yeah, yeah, the staff is more than half in place still. I mean, it's, it's, it's strange because I work with um, restaurants in the city and out here, you know, uh, and I get different, everybody's kind of handling it different. You know, everybody's kind of got a different model. Um, Rolling Meadows is uh, a pretty close knit community so how has the community helped uh to kind of you know reach out have you have you seen more um pickup orders deliveries you know how, how has your business moved from the traditional in-house setting you know um serving drinks to the delivery model which is pretty much all you got at this point right i would we are almost selling the same amount of food oh wow per, than we were before i mean we're, we're doing okay. But as you know, there's not a huge profit in good food anymore. Right. So we've been stuck in this, you know, make enough money to pay the next order coming in and pay the payroll. But uh, to your first question, there was uh, the, the community has rallied. And if you were looking on our Facebook or on the local chatter page, there's a handful of people that are telling everyone else on those pages to support local yeah particularly us because for two years almost we have been supporting the entire community and everything they do so you'll get a handful of people to stand up and say it's time for us to support them and yeah. that makes us feel great and the compliments we're getting on the food and everything is just it's through the roof it's amazing well, you know, that that's a good point. I mean, you definitely are so active in the community and, and uh, you know, it's uh, it's the food is great. I mean, obviously, but um, uh, for any restaurant, like you said before, I mean, the, the alcohol sales is really where you make the money. I mean, the margins are not there for the food. Um, it's great, though. I mean, it's every sale is a sale. Right. But how have you had to kind of contract your business? Uh, what are the things that you've had to do to kind of mitigate the, the, the losses that, uh, um, you know, what have you been doing emergency mode to, to make up for those alcohol sales? Um, to be honest, it's been uh, the general manager and myself working a lot of the day hours, if not all of them, um, because it hasn't been that busy enough to hold a full staff that at that point. But, 
we've been running the kitchen as well. So, I mean, that's where your heavy labor is in the kitchen, obviously. So yeah, we've been running ourselves probably 30 or 40 hours in the kitchen to save because if we had to just put on, you know, two or three more cooks, we'd be, I don't know if we could pay those bills. Yeah. So that that's been our, our, our only thing, you know, utilities are, you know, nobody needs to pay utilities right now and they're not getting late fees and, you know, the rent, same thing. They're all waiting. Nobody's bugging us. So it's just a matter of, you know, getting as much staff on the schedule as we can and being able to pay them and, and buy more food. I and mean, that's it. That's all we're worried about right now. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so you are offering a few different options as far as like uh, gift cards and all that type of stuff. Is that right? Yeah. Well, we always have had uh, e-gift cards from day one. We've added, uh, since this started, we've added the family pack dinner meals. Um, I've heard a lot of really good things about that. I actually suggested that to a bunch of my clients. Um, you know, I have like a, a bunch of new, I have actually like one specific that I won't name restaurant. That's a pretty was becoming to be a very popular restaurant at Wicker Park. Um, and um, they, you know, right when they opened, they basically got, they had to shut down. So they're offering those family packs. And it seems like that's really successful. A couple of the restaurants in Chicago seem to have, um, you know, kind of sustained themselves on those family packs. How, how has that been working out for you? Um, yeah, it's, it's easy. It's easier for us in the kitchen when you're doing a bulk order of something, you don't, you know, that helps keep us in check. It helps us keep the times down for making the food. Uh, but they've, we've probably been doing a, a dozen of the family packs a day on average, I'd say, um, you know, and they're obviously a higher price point, right? It's, it's quicker than taking five different separate burger orders for one ticket to where these, these five people can just order the slider pack or the wings, uh, stuff like that. So it, that help our pizza sales have definitely gone up, uh, during this time, a lot more pizza, um, but yeah, it just amazed me the first couple of weeks when I realized we're selling as much food weekly as we were while we were open. And then you yeah. said, like you said, we're just minus the alcohol sales. So we're doing okay there, but it, it uh, a blessing, uh, you know, the kickback of the community giving back, you know, and when I started, my whole goal was to take care of the community I grew up in. Of course. But never, obviously no way to you know foresee this situation happening but nobody I'm, did i'm just so thankful that we did take that approach or if we were just another bar in town that didn't care about anything i nobody would be supporting us so uh, i'm just you yeah. know in hindsight <laughs> you know accidentally the best idea i've ever had so <laughs> well that's that's good news and i i mean it's uh I guess that's just a life lesson for anybody. I mean, be good to the people around you and hopefully they'll be good back to you. Um, you know, what goes around comes around, right? Yes. In this situation, I, nothing could be truer. Yeah. yeah. And, um, you know, this, this is something that nobody expected would ever get to the level that it's gotten to um, in every level of everything going on right now. Thankfully, we're in a good position um for the most part some people are in a better position than others obviously but uh you know in our community in rolling meadows here and uh in chicagoland we're we're in a, a pretty decent situation to use this as a learning example 
uh, learning experience uh, to where we can, you know, kind of come up with new ideas and uh, uh, come up with ways to kind of be better when things get back to normal. What are some of the main things that you think uh, you're going to, you're going to take into the, you know, the, the, the recovery. What, what are some of the things that you're going to do that you're going to continue to do that you wouldn't have done before this happened? Um, little things, you know, we, we decided to offer curbside pickup anytime, something we didn't do before. Um, they, people are, you know, seemingly very happy that we're doing that. So um, we've been delivering our own food along with Grubhub. So I'm thinking, we may keep the delivery on at certain hours, uh, the curbside pickup. We probably will keep the family packs uh, to go only because we don't really have plating or anything like that yeah. in the store for that stuff. So um, little things like that that I never envisioned ever doing at this point now that we've been forced to, you know, um, you know, rethink everything. We're, yeah, everything's new. It's like it's crazy. Yeah. And, you know, we've reinvented a few things in the kitchen on our menu and they're better. And, you know, we're, we'll have a few new items when we reopen on the menu. Um, so we're, you know, we're always kind of trying to evolve and make the existing stuff better until it's, until it's great. And, you know, and we can always do better. Everybody can always do better. So we're, we're keeping that around. But like I said, a few minutes ago, just to see the outpouring of support back to us, and people standing up for us online and you know it's i kind of feel like the first couple of weeks i just want to stand at the front door and shake everybody's hand even though we're not allowed to shake hands anymore <laughs> yeah uh, the social distancing know, yeah stuff like that so like that's that's where we're at the feelings we have every day when we see those positive those positive reviews and it's just overwhelmingly uh, a great feeling I mean, I, I, I agree. I think that it's, it's amazing to see the community come together. Um, you know, I mean, whenever, I mean, we saw this in nine 11, um, you know, when, when everybody kind of, uh, had a, a common goal, a common enemy, uh, we, we kind of come together in, in really, um, beautiful ways. So it's, uh, it's really, it's really nice to, to see us all kind of work together here. And, um, you know, I know that, uh, for the most part, we're all going to probably come out better than uh, the way we came in. Um, how has it uh, been personally, though? I mean, uh, work aside, because, you know, everybody kind of thinks of you as the guy that owns reps, your reps, your rep, but you're a person, too. I've, you know, knock on wood so far, it's been a good balance. I've been there a lot because of the construction and then because working in the kitchen. So I've been putting in long hours these last five weeks. Um, so it's, you know, I come home, got to get resituated from the whole day and yeah, get up and start over. So, um, I, you know, I've been lucky to have a place to go every day. That's not, I'm not locked down, you know, uh, whether people think we're absolutely essential or not, you know, the, the, what we're getting back from the community, I would say we totally are. And I'm glad to be a part of that. Absolutely. And, um, you know, I mean, as a small business owner, obviously there are, uh, obvious, um, 
things going on with the government, you know, as far as stimulus and uh, recovery and, and whatever you want to call it, uh, packages, the, the PPP uh, plan is something that everybody's kind of wondering about. Um, can you enlighten us a little bit about your experience on that? I know you kind of had some things you wanted to get off your chest. Yeah, there was a, a handful of different things available to us at the beginning. Um, one was a, a Chicagoland, Illinois only one, and it was a lottery. Um, and we did not get it. Uh, and I was informed that they only had a very small amount of money, but they had, you know, 40,000 entries. So, uh, you know, almost something they shouldn't have advertised because they got, got a lot of people's hopes up, including mine. Um, but then the first run with one of the big banks, which we won't name, uh, they completely dropped the ball and gave all the money to huge corporate restaurants and businesses that I don't want to say they don't need it, but you know, when they profited in the double digit millions last year. Well, I just yeah. saw, I just saw that the Lakers got a, a substantial, I think it was like $4 million that the LA Lakers got uh, from that. <laughs> oh, there's another, yeah, there's another one. So yeah, it, it was nice to see a few of them, give most of the money back yeah but uh, but i'm still sitting here waiting but you know there was no communication from the bank after we filed the application and that application was you know run 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 for a day and a half to get all the paperwork together yeah and apply and then not even an email that says hey we got your application that no no communication and the local bank branch had no idea what was going on I had the same experience. So I, I, on the first day that it was, uh, you know, set, um, was, I applied for the, the PPP thing and, um, same thing. I didn't even get a verification or a confirmation email or anything. Um, I got, you know, I, I printed out the, the little thing that it says, like, here's your application, whatever that you applied, but never any response or anything. Yeah, it just it, it it aggravated me, and it still does to this point where now I've got to do the application again because it got refunded. Um, they put another yeah, they, 30, they replenished it. Yeah, yeah, they put another thirty six billion in or something. Oh, and I think I, it was more than that. I think it was like uh, three hundred and sixty or something. Yeah, the stimulus itself was like four hundred and fifty billion dollars. I mean, you know. Where's that coming from? Yeah. I mean, those numbers are ridiculous. I mean, if you put $450 billion in a, in a room, it would be bigger than like uh, the shopping center that you're in. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's not, none, none of it's real money. It's all, it's all electronic money. At this right. Point. Right. So it's crazy, but yeah, you're right. I mean, the, the big banks and, you know, from what I, from what I hear, uh, what I've put together, it's basically these banks uh make a profit they i mean they get a they get a profit on fulfilling a dollar amount you know and 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 you know fulfilling a a loan um but it's in their best interest to just make as little the the least amount of loans at the highest amount of dollars because they get the same amount and they have to do less work so dealing with every little joe schmo every little tiny company is way more work, way more overhead for them. So obviously that's what they did. And, and that's just a product of, you know, them rushing this stuff through. And that's, uh, that's kind of how I it see, goes. I see it two ways. They took care first of the people that take care of them. Mm -hmm. 
I mean, that's at the end of the day. Yeah. And then I was also most people that had previous built up relationships on a larger scale got taken care of right after the big boys. Uh, You know, people that have been in business longer than, than myself or, you know, I don't know anybody locally that got the money. I know a few people that did, you know, in other areas, but, but not, but not here. So uh, I don't know if we were just too concentrated of an area to work around or work with, but you know, there, you, you said it, there, there was nobody monitoring it. There was no real oversight and it just all slipped through the cracks. And, you know, I'm glad they're giving it back, but why are they applying for it in the first place when they, like I said, they, they profited double digit millions last year. They're their own bank at this point. They yeah. don't need, they should be helping us. Yeah. Uh, but you know, it, it aggravated, it aggravated me enough and, to, and still no communication from the first bank. So I'm switching to a local bank now. Yeah. So I'm, yeah. I'm taking, I'm taking my business elsewhere. And you're, 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 uh, you're, you're not the only one. Uh, the, these stories are, are pretty, you know, pretty common, uh, as far as like local people go. I mean, the only, the only real, um, you know, the, the only uh, results that I've heard of have been going through a local small branch or a, a credit union or, you know, something like that. And, uh, you know, that seems to have, um, you know, kind of worked. Uh, do we, do we have a local bank that you're dealing with now that's, uh, that's uh, receptive to your needs? Yeah. And again, that's why I'm, that's why I'm switching. And I regret not switching or, or planning ahead to think to use them anyway, but you know, my thought process was, oh, this bank is huge. Yeah. It, you know, it'll be easy to get this done with them. And it was, you know, so far the opposite of that. Yeah. I mean, well, you, 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 you trust that your bank is on your side as a customer. I mean, that's kind of part of the the services that they're supposedly offering you as a business, right. uh, which uh, it makes people rethink uh, a lot of the relationships they have in business. You know, uh, I think that uh, we're going to come out of this a little bit smarter. Um, You know, I think at the very least, we're going to be really on top of the relationships that we keep and the people that we are uh, dealing with business wise uh, for the future. And I think that's a positive thing. I think that dealing local, supporting local, somebody that you can look them in the eye and shake their hand. I think that you're always going to get better results that way. And uh, even though we are moving towards, you know, more of kind of like what we're doing right now, like a digital, um, you know, a remote type of work thing, even though we're on the computer, we're, we're not too far away. We're still in the same community and I can go and see you if I needed to go and see you. You can't go and see that mega bank. Uh, you can't see your banker. Uh, you can't shake their hand and ask them a question. So I think that uh, that's a positive change. I think that's a good thing. You know, and again, I've seen a lot of social media reminding people that after this is over, the big boys are going to be okay regardless. So make sure you take care of mom and pop places of any anything, retails, clothing, shoes, you know, nail salons, restaurants, any independent insurance guys, you know, things that's. Those are the people that are going to be there for you. Well, those are your neighbors, you know, and I, I've with with the project that, you know, that we're developing with the RM Talk project, um, you know, I've I've come into contact with these things uh, more than more than ever. You know, uh, uh, 
the fact that there's people that that have services that that are being undercut by bigger businesses and they're they're struggling to stay afloat and you know at at this point like you said more than ever it's important to um support those people because they are your neighbors and uh when when your neighborhood suffers you suffer and that's how it goes you know um you're, you're a cornerstone of the neighborhood in rolling meadows uh, whether you you know whether that was your intent which I, I i think it was but even if it wasn't i mean if if you're just the most cutthroat businessman in the world and you live in rolling meadows if you're bad to rolling meadows and the people of rolling meadows suffer uh, you're going to suffer. That's yeah. just how it works. So um, I, I'm I'm interested to see how this all pans out. And, and uh, I'm, I'm already really uh, I'm amazed how, how how well people have come together to support each other. Do you have any yeah. stories about that? No, I think people are I think it took something this crazy and this drastic for to make people realize, you know, we had been floating around ideas for the last eight months on how to how to get the message across to the residents locally that that we need them to support us so that we can continue to support them and you know how are we going to get how do we explain that to everybody and not just something where they're going to see a flyer and throw it away yeah. like how do we instill this belief in them that you know uh, McDonald's will be there forever, no matter what. Don't worry about, you know, how, how do we get them to spend a few extra bucks with someone like me or, you know, the other guys on the other side of town so that we can continue to donate food to your kid's baseball team or uniforms for the football team and think, you know, things that, you know, things that uh, Best Buy can't do, things yeah. that Amazon you know. can't do. I, right. I remember uh, one of the posts that you made, and you've probably seen things going around uh, on social about Amazon's not going to support your local football team. Yeah. You know, and that's very true. Yeah. So, you know, and I've always, you know, even when I'm there 12 hours a day, a couple times a week, I go and buy by lunch somewhere else. I'm, you know, I'm not. I, I grew up on some of these places that are still going. I, I don't want to see these places go away. No. Uh, you know, I'll go grab a couple hot dogs or a couple tacos from a couple of the other places around. And, you know, and, and they always, they're very appreciative. They thank, you know, they thank every customer. They, everyone, it, it's definitely a reality check for a lot of people. Big time. Big time. And, um, have you, uh, cause I, I've, I've encountered some situations where people, uh, maybe didn't have, um, a good, uh, or a healthy footing before this happened. They were on shaky ground and, and their business was kind of in a bad situation. And, you know, those, those people have families and, uh, you know, they might not, be able to open back up. Um, it, you know, people, a lot of people ask me that, uh, you know, in different ways, but my thought process on it is if you can do some to go food and keep, keep the doors open now, 
you know, I don't see why, and because no landlords are are barking are knocking your door down to get your rent right now. Right. Utility companies aren't asking for money, so your overhead is literally supplies and staff and insurance. That's all you need right now. So, can you do that? And if you can, you're great. And I hope everybody can. The problem is, if you're cut down to a quarter or an eighth of your staff, are they going to come back? Can you re- when you're allowed to reopen? Are you going to be able to reopen? Do you have the staff to reopen? I have a uh, I have a, a specific thing on my desk that I'm looking at right now. With uh, um, it's a landscaping company, and um, I won't give the name, but he basically told me that they're going to be as busy as ever just because obviously people need their grass cut, you know, their lawn landscaped. And uh, um, what happened was that uh, their, their workforce decided, well, we'll just take unemployment because we make more money or, um, you know, we'll, we'll go back to where we came from or whatever, you know, a lot of uh, um, immigrant labor, you know, with the landscaping things, just, it is what it is. Uh, he said that that they said they just are going to go back home and um, ride it out. And uh, now he's in a situation where he doesn't have the workforce and he can't find people that are willing to work, um, even though it's a it's, you know, plenty of hours and it's good, good pay. It's just he can't find skilled laborers to, to do this stuff. Um, and uh, it's really putting him in a bad situation. Uh, you know, the. There's a there's a difference with the you know the restaurant industry because you know you're you're dealing with people that are uh, generally dealing in tips uh, you know they they get a paycheck but it's it, the unemployment is not going to outweigh what they would make you know what I mean so a lot of a lot of companies um, and I'm sure you've heard this too there's an incentive to take unemployment because a lot of people would actually make more money on unemployment than they would going back to work. What do you have to say about that? Um, I think for now they're going to milk that situation. And I get it. If you're going to, you could sit at home and make the same or close to and not do anything because the government has, you know, increased the unemployment, you know, weekly payout right now, which is not normal. So I think when it goes back to the normal amount, you'll have no choice but to go back to work. But for me, if I was stuck home all day, I'd be like, I'll go back for half. I got to get out of the house. So yeah. uh, I, I, don't, I don't think it's going to stay that route once once the country opens back up. But but for the businesses in that that meantime, uh, that's devastating. Yeah. Uh, again, like I said, we're lucky enough to keep about almost half the staff working right now, and you know, and the other half was either um, you know full time students or part-time workers that had full-time other jobs, uh, you know, for the most part. So we're in a really lucky, we're, we're lucky. We're in a situation where uh, we haven't lost anybody yet, you know, because of this. Um, everyone's just, you know, they've been in a situation where they can wait, they can wait it out, collect a little bit of unemployment and go from there. So we, again, should be lucky enough. But again, to your landscaping point, you're, you're, a lot of companies are that way right now. It's terrible. And, uh, you know, I mean, it's like, what, what can you do? I mean, there's no you, there's no one size fits all solution that the federal government can legislate that's going to save everybody. So there's always and everything going to be winners and losers. And uh, 
it's really unfortunate because it's nobody's fault. You know, this came out of nowhere and, um, you know, it's just, it's just so unfortunate. Um, but it's uh, fault. we just don't know. Who. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, they, people, people say they know who, and, and, you know, we, we don't really know, but, uh, you know, it's a, it's, it's a bad situation all around and, and whatever the cause was, uh, it's bottom line. It's, it is what it is. And, yeah. um, we have to deal with it. We have to, we have to get back on our feet and get back to work and do what we have to do. Um, what are your thoughts on, um, getting back to work once these uh, restrictions are lifted? Have you put consideration into, um, spacing and, and distancing within, uh, the, uh, the, the, uh, dining area? Uh, what are your thoughts on that? We're still waiting to get official phase one, phase two, phase three, you know, details and the outline of that situation. Um, phase one will be very um, annoying to me. And I'm not saying it's wrong. I just, right. with the new, with the new construction and expansion, we want to, we want everyone to come in and see it. <laughs> and, you know, according to what I'm hearing, you know, phase one, two, and three, you know, the bar area has to stay minimal the whole time. So, you know, we'll, we'll finish the construction. We'll get everything ready. We'll analyze our spacing and see how many tables we can max out at. Um, but in a situation like ours with the community and the tight knit, everybody feels they want to be together and they want to, the energy in our restaurant comes from everybody knowing each other. Yeah. You know, I can, I can put sports on TV. I can put music on, but, energy comes from the noise of the people. And if they're 10 feet apart, you know, it's, it's just yeah. not going to be there. So no. it's not going to be the same. It's going to be very, very different to deal with for the first month, probably until, you know, phases one, two, and three are, are gone. And phase four, to my knowledge, from what I've been hearing, phase four is, you know, another six weeks past the end of May, then everything will be back to normal. If, the curve is on its way down still. And there's just so many unknowns. Uh, one of the scariest parts of this is the fact that I, I, my opinion is that this could potentially be, you know, the calm before the storm. Um, you know, a lot of people say that, uh, you know, this lockdown and, and the, the, the distancing that we've had uh, has contributed to this, okay, well, hey, everything seems to be okay, so let's open back up. Um, but since the, you know, the period of incubation and all that type of stuff takes so long, and there's so many unknowns and all this stuff, I wonder, uh, you know, a lot of people say that that, that there might be a, a, a large resurgence in this and uh, things might, you know, get worse again. There might be a W-shaped uh, economic recovery is what they call it, where you know, it, it gets better and then it gets worse. And then, you know, I think we'll surge right out of the gate. And then you may see uh, we open too early and, and cases start climbing again and then it dips again. So I think it's going to be a roller coaster the rest of the year, in my opinion. Yeah. And uh, are you prepared for that? Do you think do you think that that's going to be sustainable for you? How, how, how are you? How are you kind of uh, getting ready for that? I think. As long as the government funding actually happens for everybody, then you're not getting behind on your bills and your rent and your utilities. 
then yes, then it's sustainable. Um, and you know, I don't, if this ends up lasting the whole year, they have to do more than what they're talking about. But if they're just making money up electronically, then keep it coming. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Now, one of, one of the biggest concerns that I have, uh, this is something that I don't know if a lot of people hear about this because they're, it's not relevant to their daily life, but the supply chain itself, um, you know, the, the, uh, you know, the, the deliveries of, of, you know, meats and vegetables and, and fresh ingredients and things like that. Have you been impacted in any way uh, to date price-wise or um, supply-wise? Supply this week, we're starting to see it this week. Um, so we got through the first four and a half weeks with no issues, but now they're substituting products and they're running out of certain things. But next week, the meat market prices are going to go through the roof. Um, there's, you know, if you read the, I was given an article from farmers that they're working at half capacity with the same amount of product they've always had. So they can't get it out fast enough because there's nobody there working. Same, same So, um, you know, the meat prices are going to skyrocket for a little bit until they can reopen those plants hundred percent. Yeah. I've heard terrible stories about having to euthanize, uh, you know, uh, ranchers have had to, to call their herds and things like that. And, you know, to, because there's no demand and, you know, it's a, uh, they're plowing under the produce, uh, in a lot of places because they can't distribute it because there's no demand. Um, and, uh, it just seems crazy because there is demand because there's still the same amount of mouths that need to be fed. Right. So it, it, to me, that just seems pretty strange. And I don't know what the answer to that is. Um, I think it's an artificial, uh, type of thing, possibly. I'm not quite sure. But uh, I know that that's going to affect people greatly as far as prices, because like you were saying before, I mean, you're operating on uh, razor thin margins for food right now. When these margins uh, get smaller, you know, I mean, when, when your when your meat prices are, are through the roof, how, how are you going to how is that going to work? You know, I, I can pass a little bit on to the customer, but what if they're not working either? Right. They can't pay more money when you know and as much as we appreciate their support you know i can't really i don't want to pri- i don't want to raise the prices if, if i don't have to and but we're coming to a point where you know our meat costs are about to double for about three weeks you can't you can't uh you can't sustain yourself if you're if you're every every item that you put out is in the red you know so at some point something's got to give and uh i i just you know, it's it's such a really strange tightrope walk as far as safety and economic, uh, you know, survival. Um, what are your thoughts on on what we should do? What do you, what do you think? Do you, do you think we should get back to work? Do you think we should open more up or what do you think? Um, I don't want to if it's going to hurt us in the long run, I don't think we should open up a hundred percent any faster than they're suggesting. I think, I think if, if we do it smart and if everyone goes back to work, let's say in some warehouses or some essential, maybe the next level of essential things, um, you know, let's make sure they're wearing masks and fully covered and, you know, let's take that next step. And then, you know, there's, there's plenty of safety 
procedures out there for you know these these uh, farmers and all, you know these meatpacking companies, all this stuff. So yeah. from my standpoint, from 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 my industry, um, I'm because we're okay right now, week to week, sending out to go food. I'm I'm all for waiting until we know that everything's going to be okay. Yeah. Hopefully we have a definite answer on that at some point, yeah. <laughs> you know, definite answer is not something we're getting. <laughs> I don't think we're going to get a, I think it's going to be a, Hey, well, we either got it right or we didn't and we'll find out when it hits us. But, uh, it's a crazy world, man. Uh, you know, one of the things for sure is the, the fact that, you know, uh, it's going to be rough for a while and people are going to, you know, we've already been changing the way that we operate. Um, have you encountered anybody that's, uh, you know, giving you a hard time about any specific things like, you know, wearing a mask or anything like that? Have you encountered any, any, uh, it's funny, it's funny you asked that we've had a couple, uh, a couple people that have had issues with us and, uh, and not, a, not about that. Just, uh, we donated food to the fire department mm -hmm. and uh, somebody had commented that we, we, they wanted to take a picture with me and the food to say, thank you. Right. But am I going to tell a dozen firemen? No, like, no, I didn't, this was two weeks ago. And, you know, she gave us a, she gave us a licking on Facebook because we weren't social distancing. Um, so there's, there's always one in every group, man. There's it. It's yeah. the way it is. You can't, you can't please everyone all the time. We're close right now. There's only been, you know, one or two, but, um, you know, we're following all the safety measures we need to in house and, you know, we're not putting anybody at risk and nobody's coming to work. that's not feeling a hundred percent. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, uh, I know that, that you, you already have your own supply of masks, but, uh, I'll, I'll be talking to you about. I, I might have some masks to give you as well. So, um, you know, we'll, uh, we'll work that out and make sure that you got what you need. I mean, uh, have you, how has that worked though? Has there, because bottom line is if they're going to mandate that you have to wear masks, if you're going to go to work, if you're going to do these things, are they providing the equipment to you? Have you had any, uh, anybody help you with that? We have not been able to get them from any of our suppliers. So we've been piecing them together between, you know, friends that are nurses or dentists or things like that, or, you know, I had a dozen of them at home, you know, construction masks. So, you know, whether or not anything's better than the next mask for you or not, but I don't know, but yeah. I, how are people going to get them? If you can't get them in the stores, you can't get them online right now. Right. How are they going to get them? That's why they're, I think they're okay with the at home, you know, bandanas or, homemade, you know, homemade ones and stuff. So yeah. anything's better than nothing you sure. know, to keep people safe. But, uh, I actually have to make a new one tonight for myself, uh, so that, uh, I make a new one every week of my uh, old t-shirts. I cut up and make a double thick bandana. <laughs> uh, so. We got to get some pictures, man. It's oh, not, yeah, it's not real. It, it's not real unless we got the pictures, man. Yeah. So how about next time we do this? after the quarantine's over and you uh, will get some new footage of the new construction. How about that? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah, we definitely will. I, I saw the video that you just posted uh, for everybody. Check out the uh, reps place uh, Facebook page. You'll see the video. You'll get a little preview of the expansion. Is that right? 
Yeah, and we're going to do a much more thorough tour in about uh, 10 days or so. With a, We'll have all the equipment in and everything will be finished. For sure. Uh, so do you think, when do you expect the, the finish date to be? Um, we're, we're shooting for next Sunday to be finished and then we're waiting on inspections. Okay. Well, I, I remember I helped you a little bit with the floor plan. You got some interesting things going in. Can you tell us a little bit about some of the new features that are going to be there? Yeah. From day one of opening, we've never had anything to uh, hang out and do around our bar. It's always been very small. So now the extra 1500 square feet enables us to double the size of the bar. We're adding uh, two dartboards, a uh, bar size shuffleboard, if you That's know what awesome. that is. That's awesome. And then um, a small section that'll have some old school pinball, golden tea, things like that. So we've, we're, we're now a destination where there's going to be things to do and enjoy. You can't, now you can hang out all night as opposed to coming for a burger and a beer and then going somewhere to play darts or, or just need more room for your group. Now we have twice the space and a lot of things to do. So that's what, you know, that's been my goal and my vision from day one. Yeah. So now it's finally happening to where we have everything. Well, I know that at some point we will get back to normal or close to it and uh, people will live again. Uh, people will go out, play darts again and shuffleboard again, and uh, hopefully they'll do it at reps. So, uh, you know, definitely look forward to that and we'll, we'll, we'll keep everybody posted, but um I, I definitely appreciate you you coming on and, uh, you know, taking the time and everything like that. I think this is a helpful thing. I mean, everybody's kind of in the dark right now. Everybody's sitting at home. I mean, people are seeing things online and they're seeing things, you know, on the Internet about what's going on out there, but not really so much local. You know, we haven't uh, had too many local experiences um, or news. Uh, so hopefully this will kind of give people a encouraging uh, uh, time to, you know, look, look, look at things to come. So yeah. Keep your heads up, support local, and we'll all get this through this together for sure. Absolutely. And, uh, we'll also put a link. Uh, do you have a link on your, on your website as far as like where to buy gift cards or anything like that or online order? Right now, everything is done just by calling us the, we don't, we're not set up to order through online right now. Okay. Well, maybe I'll help you with that if I can, or if that's possible, but um, yeah, we'll definitely, uh, uh, want everybody to, you know, check out Rep's Place website, but, uh, at the very least, give them a call and see if you can get a gift card for your friend, support local. Um, and then also all the other local places around the area, not just Rep's, Rep's is supportive, all the other places around, all the other places in town. So, um, you know, if you're hungry, maybe choose one every day, choose a different place every day, get something new, try something new, tell them how much you care. And, um, I think that's going to be great for everybody, but uh, I definitely appreciate you coming on, Mike, and um, we'll uh, we'll definitely uh, uh, keep in touch. No problem. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Awesome, man. Thanks. 